Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another Geek Town Radio. Um, we're still away on holiday this week, so um, what I thought I'd do is put up the audio from the Walking Dead panel from Birmingham Comic Con, which we recorded back in March. Um, it was a really fun panel, um, really interesting to hear the, the guys talk. It was uh, Laurie Holden, uh, Christian Ceratos, and Tyler James Williams, who played uh, Andrea, Rosetta and Noah on the show. Um, really interesting talking about kind of how the show works and where they are and that sort of stuff. Um, Laurie in particular gets uh, quite animated over the fact that her uh, her character she felt was killed off way too early. Um, so yeah, it was quite a fascinating panel. Um, hope you enjoy this. Normal service will be resumed next week. We'll be back with the uh, the normal show, and I should think have uh, lots of information to catch you up on. Uh, so look forward to talking to you then. Um, hope you're having a great summer. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. <laughs> Well, if you have a question in the audience, please stick out, literally, straight away. She need to get herself fresh and burnt. Here we go. Um, I've got a question for Laurie. Um, in series one, um, you played quite a quiet, a slightly vulnerable character. Um, series two and three, you were much more kick-ass. Which one did you prefer playing? Um, definitely as, as I evolved. I mean, I wouldn't say she was a quiet character. She was a very suicidal, angry character for a long time. Because she was grieving, um, but I mean, I, I loved, I loved all of it because I feel like if they had just made her strong with the gun right out of the gate, it would have been a cliche. And so I liked that you saw that she was a broken person, and that you know, grief is not always attractive. I mean, it's it's sad and it's ugly and you're bratty and I was I was able to really go for that as an actor, and then you know, Andrea got over being a victim and uh, being selfish and looked around and said, you know what, I want to be better. I want to be a leader. I want to help people. So I, I love the whole journey. Um, I prefer not to have to show up to work and vomit or cry. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed anything because I liked, I liked the evolution of Andrea. Sweat those other hands, there we go. Keep your hands up so I can see them, that's always useful. Thank you. My uh, questions for Tyler. Your um, death in the series is quite graphic. How long did it take to get the makeup done for that? 
To get the what? The makeup. And your prosthetics and stuff. Say that one more time for me. To get your makeup and prosthetics. Oh. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't actually me. That was the, uh, that was the interesting thing about it. Um, uh, it took about, I'd say a half hour for the life task to get done, which just made that kind of bust of me. Um, and then, you know, Greg Nicotero and those guys that threw it in the uh, revolving door and just ripped it to shreds. And uh, that's kind of how that played out. You know, there was no real way to do what they wanted to do with me in there. It just, you know, it played out better that way. What was it like for you watching that scene back? Um, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's, 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 I guess it's the nature of this show. It's really bizarre and aggressive to kind of see yourself, you know, get ripped apart, but uh, it was great in the sense of it was a memorable, you know, kind of death, and that was, you know, what was nice. I think the only thing I kind of wanted out of it when I knew it was coming was that it just wasn't, you know, the character's fault. But I think, you know, Noah did a lot of tripping and falling uh, in his first, like, six episodes. Um, so as long as it wasn't something that was just, you know, kind of arbitrarily done, I, that I was happy about. I think that's the beauty of The Walking Dead, though. All the characters throughout their arcs go on a journey where they become really strong individuals. And they happened to know it, especially toward the end, didn't it? He got something, he got that gun, he got that place amongst the, the, the rest of them that he wanted. And then it was, that was, it almost felt like they took that away in the most graphic way possible. And then it happened with Rory as well. And hopefully it doesn't happen with Rosita for a, a long time to come here. But how is that, as an actor, to have a series you know that you're going to get this arc on at some point? Do you know you're going to get a big story arc on? Do you know your character's going to grow? Because some series you never know whether your character will grow. But with The Walking Dead, you know your character will. I mean, it's bittersweet because you get the great story arc in moments, but you know that there's a death at the end of that road. Because anytime they write well for you, you die at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it was cool in the sense of like, you know, it's, it's a big vote of confidence that they want to kind of send you out doing your best work that you've you know, done on the show. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's bittersweet. It's in some ways therapeutic that you kind of get to you'll throw one last big hurrah. Um, I know this for me because all the mine just packed into one episode. Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of it, you're completely drained and you know, dead in a lot of ways. And who has the next question then? Christiana, there we are. What was it like working with each other and the rest of the cast all the dead? I never worked with either one of these people. <laughs> show that already had, you know, a great core cast and people who have come and gone 
you know, like Lori, it's like, you know, we really established this show. They established a great atmosphere for us to come into uh, five years later. Yeah. yeah. And both of the bands, were they right over in that song?
commit to something. It's like children. You know, when children imagine things, um, they're real to them. And when you when you act, if you really really build it strong enough, it's real to your body. So when you when you go to a very dark place emotionally, your body is under tremendous stress. And a lot of people in the cast have had post traumatic stress because of it. Um, because we really go there, and that's 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 a level of um, emotional exhaustion that takes weeks and sometimes months to get over. Absolutely, I feel like the, there was the most of us when it came to Emily's uh, death, and that was a rough day on everybody. I, I, I've never seen a set so quiet. Everyone was just kind of melancholy and didn't really know how to feel. Because on one hand, you're celebrating these people having done this amazing job, and you're setting them off. Yeah. What's happening? I feel like I just spoiled. 
Oh. Uh, sorry to interference over there. Um, so, during the last few episodes, before you died, which is a spoiler for anyone, uh, did you know when you were filming that maybe a lot of the fans didn't feel so in love with your character anymore by that point? Did you maybe read the script and realise that, you know, by that point, there were a lot of the fans who didn't like your character's decisions by that point, we were really going, I don't want to go out this way. Was that what? So, just before your character died, when you went to Woodbury, mm-hmm. a lot of the fans by that point maybe didn't agree with all your character's decisions. Maybe they didn't like your character so much anymore. Yeah, Did you yeah, know yeah. that when you were filming, or was it quite a surprise? When no, you no, I mean, I, I had a very difficult season. We had a showrunner at the time who, um, who made decisions for my character that I didn't agree with, um, that the rest of the writing staff didn't agree with. And, um, and it was a very tricky, uh, I did the very best I could as an actor to justify Andrea's actions. I think it was difficult because, um, you know, when Andrea knew that, that, that the governor was a loony tune, I mean, she wanted out of there and she was there to broker peace. But the problem was is that the way that the scripts were written, um, the audience knew more than the character did. So it made her look stupid. When she wasn't stupid, she just didn't have all the information. So it took a number of episodes to catch up and be like, wait a minute, Andrea's not a slut. She's not betraying her friends, like everybody thought all season. Because, you know, but, but that, that took long to unfold. So it was frustrating to me for the fans to doubt her that way and to think that she was, you know, just being a silly girl running around with some psychopath and betraying a friend and that she was going to hurt her friends because that wasn't the situation at all. But, um, but the way that it was unfolding in the storytelling and with the audience knowing more than her, that's what it looked like. So that was frustrating for all of us, everyone on the production. But um, as it ended, as it came towards the end, it started winding up and people started taking charge in the creative process that made sure that, um, that Andrea's motives were clear and that she died with dignity. And I felt like I couldn't have had a better end so that anybody who was, and I don't blame people at all for that season going like, what the hell is Andrea doing? Like she's being a nutbag, she's silly. Because, because it was kind of designed that way. Unfortunately, but I'm very grateful for the way that I went out with dignity, with my friends, with my heart, um, on you know, out there and, and trying to broker peace between these two people. And maybe that was idealistic, but Andrea was a humanitarian. She was a human rights lawyer before the apocalypse. The governor was a complete nutbag, but he was a father and he was um, a husband before this all went down. And I thought she, I think she, she thought. If there's a way that I can see the best in both these men, Rick and the governor, maybe possibly, um, you know, I can I can make some peace. And, and perhaps idealism is weak. I, I personally think idealism is a beautiful quality. But I think in the end, um, anybody who questioned or doubted or thought whatever they thought, I think they were like, it was an aha moment where they're like, she was a good girl. I think if it's totally anything for like any as it's like as there are a lot of fans out here for a lot of different shows totally that's something just to consider at any point in time that you know our job is to justify the actions that are on the page um and you know there's really not much you know we can do, we can do about that 
So that's, you know, it happens all the time. You see it happening all the time. Uh, where, you know, we may not agree with it as much anyway, but, you know, uh, our job is to make it the best that it can possibly be. And, you know, to see fan bases that can kind of see that and take that into account is a beautiful thing. But it is funny how people don't know the difference between us and our characters. I mean, you know, it was like, I find it very strange how um, when Andrea did things that the audience liked, people were like, I love you, Lori Holden, I love you, I love you. And then when Andrea was like sleeping with the governor, the nastiest things were just like thrown at me. I'd go get a taco, a Hugo's Tacos, or like walk down the street, and it was like, I hate you, I hate you, slut. And I was like, oh my god, like I'm just an actress, like this is my job. Anyways, they're all loving me. Um, 
so yeah, I think that's that's one thing. And you have, you know, with the show, a lot of people who never even made it to the comics. Like, you know, I, I, I'm nowhere in there at all. Um, and just use this kind of a mechanism to help get to a place from the comic. So it, it, you know, it has its, its ups and downs either way. We have a question here, so the back from today. Hi, my question to Christian. Um, is it difficult filming the series with Abraham? And, yeah, is it difficult filming the series at all with Abraham? Sorry, is it difficult? Is it difficult filming the series with Abraham? is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. fun reactions I've ever seen for a TV show character's death in both of your cases. Feels great. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I um, you know, I'm a little actory, messy. I really kind of live 
lost Corey Holden for a long time and played Andrea um, and lived her and breathed her for a very long time and I loved her. And I, you know, I mean, I signed up to this show. It was a little zombie show. We didn't know what this was going to be. There was just a bunch of us that signed up because we believed in Frank Darabont. AMC was a cool network. You know, we didn't know if anyone was going to watch it, if it was going to be a tiny demographic. And then it kind of blew up and became this like worldwide sensation, but none of us knew. And especially the first season, you know, we were, you know, in 110 degree heat, getting eaten alive, you know, exhausted. And we were just like, God, I hope somebody watches this, you know? And, and we gave it a thousand percent and we brought our A game. And the very fact that we did that and the world embraced us, journey that I am particularly proud of as a woman, you know, that she was a survivor, uh, that she was a, a victim and that she became a survivor and this like, leader. Um, you know, it, it means a lot that people were sad that she went because it means that I, all my hard work was seen, that my heart was seen, that it meant something that paid off. So it's why I'm an actor. It's like, wow, I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, I think it was interesting to see, for me, like, you know, just three weeks earlier, uh, all my social media responses were completely disrespectful <laughs> with Tyrese's death, and then, you know, within three weeks, it completely turned around uh, to this great reaction for the death. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing, I think it just kind of showed me that there, you know, with any human being, there are ups and downs, and... You know, at the end of the day, it's good that it was a death that, you know, people could connect to and say that, you know, it wasn't necessarily deserved. Um, and it's good that people felt what we felt when we shot it. You know, that it was emotionally taxing and grueling and gruesome. And um, it was just good to see, you know, people could connect to that moment in the same way we did. It's also an interesting commentary on bullies, because I hate bullies. hate bullies. Um, uh, but like when you know Andrea was making some you know decisions in season three that people didn't understand. You know I got a lot of a lot of real hate on the internet. People wishing I was dead, death threats, <laughs> yard, you're the ugliest woman alive. I mean you name it, I heard it. And you know it was hurtful as it would be. Um, and then when I died, I got all this flood of. Oh, now I feel like a bad person. I was like wishing you were dead and I thought you were horrible and now I'm like sad and I kind of love you and I'm sorry and it's like, maybe you shouldn't bully so much. You know what I mean? Maybe you should just like kind of get to know people before you pass judgment. And I'm not just saying that as a fictional te television character. I'm talking about life, you know? So. That's, that's what's like beautiful about this, what I thought, especially coming, watching her happen with so many deaths is that I hope that it translates with people uh, on a personal level in real life, you know, experiences. That sometimes there is no right answer for people. And that's what this show does really well, is people are just trying to do good. And in this world, you know, it sucks. And there's never, you know, there's never really a right answer. You know, with, with my character specifically, you know, in, in the death of one major character that people love, he was just trying to grieve 
the loss of his own family that had happened within, you know, five minutes. Um, and it had to kind of be turned around and, you know, focus with somebody else. Um, so I really hope that that's understood, you know, that, you know, people can see that within the course of three episodes or, you know, within the arc of a season, that you can go from, you know, not necessarily liking someone's actions to then realizing that maybe all that kind of targeted hatred wasn't necessarily justified and accepted. You know, sometimes it takes the death of, you know, this fictional character to understand that. Um, but I hope that's applied, you know, elsewhere as well, that you can have that. You just don't know what people are going through at the time. My dad used to say, if you looked into the eyes of your enemy and you really knew his problems, that you'd embrace him as your best friend. And I feel like we live in such a, a day and age where people have gotten very um, slap happy on the internet and, and very aggressive and bullying. And it's like, you have no idea what anybody else's issues are, problems are, what they're going through. You meet people, they're rude. You think, oh, well, they were rude to me. But you don't know if their mother just got bad news and is sick or, or anything. And, Be a little better, you know, kinder to one another, more tolerant. We have a question from Jim Minute. Thank you guys for the first of all, Tyler. I didn't know that your character had gone, so that's a spoiler. Uh, say that one no, more time. Tyler's still around. But my question is, who did you enjoy working with the most? Um, uh, yeah, sorry about that, I guess. This is a totally thing. Don't go to the convention where we're here and not be up to date. Because it's going to be terrible for you. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, you know, it's really difficult to say with that, man. Because um, everybody brings something special to the table. Uh, for me, scenes that I remember, like when I think back on it, yeah, they're the days where it was, you know, just the worst situation you could possibly be in. You know, we're all running through the woods and all that. But something that really stands out in my mind, I think, you know, especially being more recently gone from it, are, you know, like the scenes in the barn where we're all up against the door and, you know, fighting to keep it closed. Uh, when I think about the people I love working with the most, it was everybody in front of that door. And that was literally everyone. Um, there's no one I can really pick out. It's just, you know, those moments were the best. Where yeah, I think it's, it's something that's still a thread with everybody who's worked on the show is when you get the entire group together and give us you know one common objective is when we all you know feel like we're working at our best. Yeah, maybe person was taking him. Um, if I ever had them to do, could we have a fight and break all down? Like the little brother that you never had, 
or wanted. Um, and I think they're very dear friends, so I, I don't think that if it was a fight, it would be like a like a pillow fight. I think now where their characters are, um, it's that season five. I, it's really anybody's game. I mean, both people have been through so much. Well, one, just to even build that scenario for those two that have to try to get out of this, like, I don't know where the storyline would have had to take a terrible, drastic turn for that to happen. Um, but yeah, it would literally be like anybody's game because they both have, you know, attributes that um, would, would, would cause one to have the other the upper hand or the other. It's just, there's really no way to, uh, to play it, but I think it just says that a lot about them as actors. That it doesn't boil down to physicality, it boils down to sure will. And they both drive for their objective as actors so strongly that I can't see, you know, one person winning out uh, over the other. Um, because your characters are so unique, if you had to play another character, who would you play? Daryl 
survive. Um, so I just think that everybody's like perfectly where they're supposed to be. You know, cast in the roles they're supposed to be in. And that's good enough for me. It's, it's a huge sacrifice. 
and you want to stay there. You want to wake up in the morning and go to work and see your friends again and, and, and do what you've been doing the past year or two years or three years. But it's all changed now. The rugs were pulled out from under you. Yeah, it's like if you were like at the best high school in the history of all time and you had the best friends and you were just like having the time of your life. And then you kind of like overachieved and they're like, okay, you have to go now. And you're like, no, no, but I want to stay. I want to stay. Because when I say overachieved, it means they gave your character a lot of great things to do. Because that's when you die. You know, and then you have to leave and you're like, but these are all my friends. And they're like, well, you have to find new friends now. It's like, I want new friends. Where else do I get Yeah, yeah it's, that's, that's the nature of this show. And I think that's why people love it so much. Um, is because of how invested everyone gets. You know, uh, I learned very quickly, you know, coming in with a contract that was for three episodes and then got extended, that, you know, every moment that you get on the show is precious. And it was, you know, kind of weird coming into the situation with, you know, an established cast who had been doing this, you know, for some time and not just, you know, in a way, we're in this kind of new kid situation. You know, Christian and I, we came in, you, know, you came in four? Came in four, I came in five. And knowing that, you know, kind of what Lori was talking about, where the original crew had no idea what this was going to be. And that's a beautiful thing to be a part of that, to try to kind of step into, you know, these footsteps that kind of came before us that set the bar. And now we're just kind of, you know, trying to step up to it and, you know, possibly raise it if that's even remotely possible. Um, when you do that consistently every single day um, and just kind of feed the animal that is this show and try to you know, push everyone's storyline along the best you possibly can, when it's time to go, you realize, oh, this has been my life. I've done nothing else. You know, I've been getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go out to the woods and be there all day and then come home and just go to sleep. That's, it's weird to try to, you know, find yourself again afterwards. Hi, uh, just wondering, from the beginning of Series 1 till now, what member of the group's death were you not expected to see?
and there's no weak link. So uh, every death for me is like uh, a mistake. But you know, that's what the show does. I have a question for Germany. Yeah. To this day, he still does. I've never worked with a guy a day in my life, and still. 